1: The show you're about to listen to was originally a live-streamed actual play on twitch.tv slash unmadegaming. Arise, minions, and welcome to this Unmade Gaming production. Join us on our adventure as we take a jump to the left, a step to the right, and time warp all the way back to 1988 to find out just who is left to fight for the town of Garrett in this original Tales from the Loop miniseries, Twist of Fate.
2: Thanks, Mike. Um, Everybody, we have a lot to do. So I want to be able to, one, get us back up to speed here for Atari Twilight Twist of Fate, Uh, but at the same time, I want to be able to get us right into the action. That being said, let's go around and talk to all of our players, find out who you are, who you'll be playing. And in this, the Free League's uh, Tales from the Loop system, what character class are you or what playbook are you inside the system? Let's start with Bacon. Bacon, my friend. Who are you? Who are you playing? And what are they?
3: Yeah, uh, I am playing J- Jesse da- J.D. Davis. Excuse me. I am a bookworm. Um yeah, I uh, my name's Mitchell. So, yep, just playing playing this character for a little bit, and I'm excited to see where he ends up because I don't really know what's going to happen because he he was he's kind of a scaredy cat, and we'll see if he uh, let's we'll see if he finds some
2: bravery. That's the best part of RPing. We don't know what's going to happen until we get there, and I love it. Thank you very much, my friend. Let's uh, let's jump over to Chris. Chris, same questions. Who are you? Who will you be playing? And what is their character class or playbook?
4: I am Chris, aka uh, okay, Necro. I am playing Ricky Lewis. Ricky's a farm boy.
2: Um, his class is hick. Very, very good. So, we jump from there to G. Same questions.
5: Hi, I'm G, your friendly neighborhood lightning invoker. Uh, today I'm playing Scarlet, who is the uh, the class athlete.
2: Fantastic. And last, but certainly not least, Melissa, same questions.
0: Hi, all. Melissa Meyer. I'm playing Heather Jones, uh, the
2: weirdo. Alrighty, and this, everyone, is our Tales from the League Atari Twilight Sister Campaign called Twist of Fate. In this, we are basically focused and set in the town of Garrett, Maryland during the 1980s, 1988 specifically, specifically Saturday, December 3rd. The events of the prior couple episodes have led to this moment. This moment meaning that this particular group of kids, have experienced trouble inside this their town of Garrett. Um, if you're this is your first time joining us, Garrett, Maryland is a nexus point. It is a small town that's only real defining feature is the fact that it is neighbors to a great and powerful particle accelerator called the loop. Now, if you ask 10 people, you'll get 10 different answers as to what the loop actually is. But the general consensus is it's some type of, Power plant or research facility that is helping or hoping to benefit uh, America and the world in general. But here, what this loop has caused is a bleed between worlds. Here in Garrett, Maryland, things that were in our 80s sequestered into the movies and television and books and comics of pop culture walk the streets. Optimus Prime may drive by. The Gremlins. In their lizardy evil form, may become adversaries. The characters of King's books, Randall Flag, Pennywise, are all subjects for realistic and literal conversation here in Garrett. And we've, with this particular group, this twist of fate, we've had narrations that bring us up to speed, that get us set, that place us inside this moment in time. But as I said when we started, time is of the essence. And so we must begin where we ended. And the only way to go forward is to go back. And so we do, we go back inside Camelot music, specifically inside the listening room of Camelot music, inside the listening room that is adorned with David Lee Roth and Edward Van Halen at the height of their hair in peak showmanship. This poster adorning the wall or adorning the door of this listening room And just beyond this portal rests our heroes with their NPC guide who goes by the name of Van Halen. And as she turns to all of them, the listening room, part disco and part sensorium, as the music is playing, the lights are spinning in unison with the the bass and the percussion rising and falling with the lyrics as they... uh, wail and drift and dirge and these lights dance across her face as she explains to them that this world, the world they live in, the world they've always known is separated from a multitude of others by a construct called the veil. This veil acts as both protection and camouflage. And she said that the only way to help another group of children calling themselves the Autobots. The only way to help them is to drop the veil. My friends, that was the moment that we left, but this is the moment that we are. And the only way to go forward is to go back to 1988. It is currently Saturday, December 3rd, 1988 at 6.15 PM. My friends, you have trouble. In the form of the mechanics for tales from the loop, the trouble was this: you must find a way to lower the veil. And whether this is more important or less important, get JD to the tree lighting ceremony, my friends. That needs to be done by. Does everybody remember? I'm not providing that information. Um, I want in this space. moment, seven. yeah. It, we'll in this. <laughs> In this pregnant pause of a moment, in this triumphant statement of Van Halen as she sits there um, wearing the the, the Madonna-esque outfits of the day, um, she turns to all of you, we're going to drop the veil. But my friends, as we look around at Ricky, JD, Heather, and Scarlett, what do we do?
5: Oh. I think it's just like this silence. <laughs> um, Scarlet is just kind of sitting there in in her seat, and she's just been listening to what Van Halen's been saying, and she and she doesn't say anything in this moment. She just kind of looks down. She kind of shifts in her seat a little bit. And um, she might wince a little bit um, because she has uh, a hurt ankle still. And yeah, she's just going to, she's not going to say anything.
2: Van Halen's eyes kind of go across the room. Looking at each of you.
5: I think she would look stunned and a little bit confused maybe.
2: I, I, I need your
3: help. Uh, how how do we help though? We don't we don't know anything about this. We've kind of just been reacting to the things happening to us.
5: We, yeah, like we and she she kind of glances at uh, Heather a little bit. We don't think I know a little bit about it. I think.
0: Um,
2: and and Helen starts to nod. I I don't
0: I don't. I don't know how, um, but um, I, uh, you know, uh, I. Do you know how I was? I, I have these dreams. I've I told you about the dreams.
3: Yeah, I remember. She
0: nods. Um, I was just. Well, earlier I had some. I remembered some other things that I think I. I think I've had other dreams. And um, in these dreams, I was told that you was. I was told about the veil. And I was told that it it it, it was going to fall, and when it did, that some some something terrible, some terrible people would be here, and and that I and then, and then I can. I don't know. Maybe I can call some people to help. And
5: <clears throat> what kind of people?
2: Everyone, Everyone, Van Halen offers. Do you all know what the veil is?
5: Well, you you explained it with the bag, but like, it's like a a magic force field or something.
2: She pulls herself up and you realize that she's just realizing that something that she is known for, maybe her whole existence, she needs to explain more. And this is coming from a, a, a... A being that doesn't really do a whole lot of deep diving into lore or uh, explanation or teaching, but you see her kind of gather herself for a moment. And again, with the lights dancing off of her and everybody, because this is the 80s, even though maybe the 80s that never was or ever was, please go to our Spotify playlist. And if you would go down to track number 15, Um, that is the song that is playing currently. It is Only the Young by Journey. And as this light dances off of Van Halen's features, she would turn to all of you and, and almost in time with the music, with the beat, she would switch her gaze from face to face to face to face. Uh, the Veil it was an agreement, a contract between the good people here and the good people out there. And It can only be dropped by an agreement between the forces of good in your garret and everyone else. Only those that are, and you seem to think that she's repeating something that she was taught, only those that are kind and just can partake in the ceremony. Only the pure of heart can act as keys to lower the veil. We, and she indicates all of you, will send out our request. Into the place between, and if we are deemed worthy, our side will be unlocked and my, my friends on the other side will unlock theirs. The veil will fall and my friends will come, as will those filled with hate. And the Autobots, George, Sheehan, Mitch, Ben, Rob, Jerry, they will come home. A battle for life eternal will be waged and the victor will be declared if legends are to be believed. But through it all, I will remain at your side.
4: That that just means more bad things get here. And what happens if good doesn't triumph? We're only kids. There's only so much we can do. She but
5: always, good d- always wins.
2: The bad has found a way through. They are slipping in one at a time. The good cannot find a way through. I was the only one that could make it. We can't expect anyone else to come. Not in the ways that would work or be quick.
3: Is the only way to bring down the veil or is there a way to plug the holes that these bad people have found to get in?
2: We don't know what the holes are. And the... Sounds like a story. We don't have a lot of time because the age is coming to an end.
3: Where'd the other kids go, though? Like, if they're not in Garrett, are they in a different state? Like, where did they go?
2: They're in other worlds. Other places that probably look like this, but aren't this. How the... Mirrors. Well... Magic? You see?
5: And she looks at Heather when she says magic.
2: Van Halen looks at Heather, too.
0: And there's somebody else, somebody else good here. We were helping Optimus Prime. Maybe he can help, too?
2: He came here a different way that only he could come. He nearly destroyed himself getting here
5: not good he's not in good shape yeah we got we got him some energon yeah that's that's what it's called we stole it from that
2: alta place good no. the metal man came from the stars
0: okay i, I, I think um i think the veil is going to come down anyway because i think it's
3: you know it's It's just part of how it's all supposed to work. Well, if the veil's going to come down anyway, shouldn't we be just preparing for
2: when it does, rather than trying to bring it down sooner? If we don't don't fulfill the contract, when the veil comes down, my friends will not
3: be allowed to come. The contract is we bring it down so that good forces can come too. Each side of good unlocks their side. Well, you guys talk about magic, but... This feels like a a, store, a book to me. It's like someone's writing it, right? We've gone through all these different adventures and remember when we were at the we pulled items out of books that we like and the, they made us heroes. What if what I'm saying is what if the hole in the veil is it's, uh, we have the power to pull people to us? We've done it before with bad people, with Pennywise. We said his names, but what if we've never tried to bring in anyone good? What if what if we just concentrate, I don't know, concentrate really hard and try and bring someone worth it here? We were able to do it with items and Pennywise. Why can't we do that with, I don't know, Van Halen? Who's someone that you need here? Who, who would be worth it? That's the what ring we- the ring out of the book. I could. I don't know.
5: I There's don't know how I did metal. that
3: though. I don't either, but I just, just feel like kind of a book. Yeah, yeah.
5: Like you and Heather read all, all these books and like I don't really read them and so I just figured it was some kind of magic thing that you two
3: were doing. I, I just know I think, the story as well.
0: I think that's what we're doing. I think, you know, when we when we are meeting the contract, we're calling out for help. And um, I think the good people listen, and when they come, it just it makes a hole. It makes a, a way for the bad people to come too.
4: Hmm. If only the bad people can get through now, the longer we wait, the more of them are going to be here. They're going to establish a position here to fight back for when yeah. the good get here. And the more of them there are, the harder it is to take a position.
5: We have to go on the offense, guys.
4: What is that though?
5: And she she kind of she thinks for a second, if we if we can fulfill the contract, she's not sure she's wording that right. So she kind of asked like a
2: question. And Helen's uh, nodding when you say that and her eyes are getting wider as you start speaking.
5: If we fulfill the contract, then we call the shots. We get the first down. We can we keep the play alive. We keep the drive going. You know. Yeah. Whereas if if we mess up or we we hesitate, then the defense, the bad guys, get the ball and then they then they have it's so, then it's all that's it's them controlling the. Um,
3: the pace. Know. You
5: know what I mean? So what's yeah. the play? Like control the clock.
3: Be the quarterback. Okay. Call the play. What's our play?
5: We, okay. Um, we got we got uh oh and she and she actually kind of blushes a little bit when <laughs> with JD kind of singling, singling her out a little bit. Uh okay, what's our play? What's our play? What's our play? We gotta bring down the veil. Um we gotta on our terms and she looks is there like a place we can go is there a certain place that we have to be
2: we just have to be outside we can't okay. be inside a building we have to be outside
3: okay, okay. so maybe That's... the first step is to go out from here
5: okay so okay so we, we, we go out and we just stand here we stand outside in, in the mall parking lot and we're like Hey, we Can you yeah. do the thing?
2: Like, what wh- what do we have to do? Van Halen looks at you and smirks, like you already know this. Like you're pulling her leg. You know, there's more to it than that.
5: Well, yeah, I know. But okay, so what 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 route do we? What play are we running? Like, just like JD said, like what route is everyone running? You know.
4: Roll like, I, Oh no. <laughs> well. Uh, Ricky looks at Scarlet. As JD said, you're the quarterback. Yeah. You tell us what to do.
5: Wow! Wow! With two conditions, wow. two successes. Holy shit! Great roll, great roll. <laughs> Thank you.
2: <laughs> in addition to kind of bringing Van Halen a little bit more in line, you also get four dice to use throughout this entirety of the session. You may give those to anybody other than yourself, um, for any role whatsoever. Sweet. We can go to the roof. I can get up there. I go up there all the time. Um, It doesn't take long. Oh, we just have to let them know.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, You guys ready? Yeah,
0: um, it is yeah.
2: six thirty. Are you okay? Oh, what?
5: What? What time is it?
4: Rick, Ricky checks his his watch. It it's six thirty. We don't have long.
5: What can can we do it at the tree lighting? Like there's going to be people there, but is that okay?
3: Well, okay. Um, Here's all I'm saying is if this is about the world and its future, who cares about the tree lighting? Dad will be mad for a little bit. Mom might be mad too, but they'll get over it. It's, it's, I, I,
2: it seems bigger. True. I guess, yeah. We, We can go now if we have to hurry. Let's hurry. So, way up from the, so she, opens the the door to the listening room. And as journey kind of bleeds out into the, the out of the soundproofing of the listening room, um, she takes a right instead of a left and heads deeper into Camelot music. And when she opens the back uh, door that clearly states employees only, um, she just opens it up, rushes in. Nobody is in there. There's several lockers that are sitting there. Uh, You can see that some of them have padlocks. Some of them are just kind of lazily open. But she goes to the back and opens another door into what looks like a utility corridor. As you can see, a row of doors on one side of the hallway. But just outside of this one is a catwalk scaffolding that's leading up. It's a roof. Okay, let's go. And
5: she, uh, she might, she's probably going to be last in this line. Because when, when she gets up. This? Hmm? We have to climb this?
2: It's easy. It's got stairs. There's only one ladder part. It's at the very top. And it's only three of these. And she indicates the bars. Okay. And she goes first. Climbs up the stairs, goes up the ladder, and swings open a door that is not locked. This hatch opens up into the garret early winter night, and um, the air is incredibly crisp here. Uh, there's been a few flakes of snow, but nothing that indicates you know, um, uh, a full-on snow squall or a snowstorm, but the air is kind of ripe. For something like that, those of you that have lived in Garrett for this extended period of time, there's a taste to the air when it's preparing to snow. And um, that savory taste is currently on the wind. And as you get up to the top, she kind of moves towards the center where it's darkest, where the lights from various kind of skylights and the, the large kind of uh, windowed area that's over center court um, has a glow about it as the lights from inside bleed into the night. And she moves over and finds this, this little patch of shadow and, looks around and sees you all there. And she reaches out with her left hand and reaches out with her right hand. She would like someone to take each who does.
3: I'll take the left hand. And I'll, I'll look to uh, Heather and be like, come on, we, we can do this part.
0: Heather takes JD's hand and reaches her hand out to, uh
5: Scarlet and Ricky. Yeah, uh, so Scarlett's last up the ladder. She's she's kind of she's hobbling uh, pretty bad on her ankle. Uh, but when she gets there, she will take. Uh, yeah, she'll take Heather's hand, and then Jay and then Ricky's hand if he.
4: Ricky's mm-hmm. eyes are darting because now we're on the roof and in the dark. Um, he remembers creatures that. Couldn't get into the room to blow, but liked the dark. Um, so he's on edge um, as he walks across this roof and joins the circle.
3: And we, before you join it, um, I think JD would see may- maybe your trepidation towards it, and I'll look to Ricky and be like, "I, I know it's scary. We can do. I'm scared all the time, all the time. I'm scared. So I get it." But we can do it. Don't. Come Come on. We can Those things
4: from the farm. I know. They were in the dark. I the know. sun's gone. It's dark.
5: Ah, so S- Scarlet's going to look around
3: and see if she can see anything. Maybe if we try hard enough. As silly as it sounds, maybe we can light it up.
2: You all can look around. But only Ricky can roll investigate for me the worst greg uh investigate no successes your mind had been playing tricks with you earlier where every little splash of shadow contained these kind of uh disjointed eyes that would stare back at you kind of rolling and doing odd maneuvers um but when you look around on the, the roof of the Maplehurst Mall, uh, whether your mind has taken a break from tormenting you, uh, if there truly isn't anything, or if the things that you're looking for are cleverly hidden, you don't see anything. Whether that's a comfort or not, that's up to you.
4: Yeah, he, he just, darting his eyes around with everyone else, uh, he, he joins the circle. Um Keep your eyes peeled, um, but they're going to benefit from this fail coming down as well. So maybe they want us to do it.
5: And she'll give Ricky's hand a squeeze, and she'll be like, "It's okay. We won't. We'll, we'll kick their butt. We we did it both times before. We'll do it again."
2: And, and Van Halen's, since Ricky's the last of the chain, uh, your other hand would be. Uh, Van Halen's right. And you would feel her squeeze as well. It's okay. We're together. And she continues the pressure of the squeeze for a moment on Ricky's hand as she looks at all of you and draws herself up. If you'll have me, I would be so honored to be a member of your band.
3: Sure. Cool. The Keystones. Yeah. Good name.
2: The best. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the, band. the best. Do you see it makes- a tear roll down her cheek.
5: Okay. I think Scarlett smiles for like the first time since they like left, <laughs> since they like got to the library.
0: <laughs> Gotta remember, we have to stay together.
4: Okay, we'll stay together. Ricky looks up to Heather and says, and never say never.
0: Never say never.
2: Okay, okay. And she looks at everybody holding hands. Everybody, if you could please go to your Spotify playlist. And um, though I don't want it to sound too ominous, um, I like the idea of Phil Collins in the air tonight, track number eight we'll let philip play this for us she looks around at all of you forget all that you know carry only love and friendship in your hearts and believe believe in all the things you were told to forget believe in all the magic that the world wants you to leave in youth believe now and forever and rest your hearts with each other The mystics created this enchantment as a binding pledge. To utter these words is to be in service to the queen. To utter these words is to stay a child forever, eternally linked with the worlds beyond. Now, repeat after me. She looks around at all of you, like kind of weighing the moment. Sweet song of youth, the wise, the meeting of all wisdom. And she looks to her left to JD. You say the first line. Sweet song of youth. Turns to the next, who I believe is Heather. Heather.
5: You're muted. Wise.
2: And to Scarlet.
5: The meeting of all.
2: And then looks over to Ricky. Full wisdom. And again, you all circle through this until you're all chanting this sweet song of youth, the wise, the meeting of all wisdom. Sweet song of youth, the wise, the meeting of all wisdom. And as it's bleeding, the sentences and the words until it's almost a, a syllabic, uh, each of you creating these words in sounds, even partial beats of words. In the middle of all of this, Van Halen whispers, kind of pulling herself out of the chant to believe in the good of all, and your ears pop. Everyone, I need you to roll your best skill. Uh, For this, G, take your conditions off um currently you should actually your condition should have been taken off because of the uh, time in the listening room so if anybody has any conditions please remove them at this time the listening room would have kind of healed those um narratively your ankle is still injured you may use that as you will but as far as the mechanics are concerned you don't have to roll uh at a disadvantage um everyone pick your best i will let you know before you make your rolls you may use luck you may use pride to augment your rolls um we're looking for a total that you do not know.
5: Scarlet is rolling lead.
4: Break into that. Can
2: I add some dice from uh price of a home? You may, absolutely. You tell me I want you've created ever and had your rolls and rolled lucky if you want to do that. Um, Tell me your total. I want everyone's total. I'm just rolling best.
3: Best rolls.
0: For dice, uh, or once Queen of is an additional dice. Is that how that works?
2: It's a success automatic. Right.
5: Oh, it's a success automatic. I see.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm
5: going to use one of my ravens and
3: bubble bees as well. Um. All right. Here's I have uh, comprehend. It's my best.
2: One. Any using luck or and there's some specialized ones going into, the, but. um
5: Luck allows a reroll, is that correct?
2: Correct, yeah. All right. And, it,
5: and it'll stack and on our dice, correct?
2: Oh, yes. If you already have a success, you keep that success and you'll be able to.
5: Okay, yeah, I, uh, ooh. Okay yeah, I'm going to I'm going to use lock and reroll. see if I can add to my one success on that one.
0: So once
2: you get where you are, let me know your totals.
0: Heather's at three with uh, one of the once a queen of Narnias tossed into her dice roll of two.
3: So that's three. And then we have Scarlet's three. Because I guess she had four. one success before. And then her, so that's seven total. Plus JD's for eight. And then from Ricky, we have two. two. Two from Ricky.
4: So
2: ten total. Greg? So with ten total, your ears pop and it begins to snow. Not a snow squall. Not a light, gentle, holiday season, festive nature snow. A blizzard starts. Oh, And you see just a coating almost immediately on the rocks of the roof. Uh, This is a flat roof of uh, Maplehurst Mall that has, you know, tan pebbles everywhere to kind of help with water drainage and things like that. And you see them immediately become flat as the grooves and dips and valleys of these little rocks and pebbles evens out as the snow immediately hits and begins to build up. Um, it quickly spreads to the mall below as people begin to come out in droves to get to where they need to be, because anybody that knows, uh, Garrett Maryland knows that if it starts snowing like this, it's best to get where you want to be for a day or two. And, um, this has come as a surprise, as no one expected this type of precipitation. But it is snowing. It is hard. Van Halen looks. I think okay. it worked. It worked? I think so. Now we have to wait for them to answer on the other side. need um, you you to
0: the call them?
2: That's what we just did.
3: Okay. Um What what now? You're muted. You're muted G.
5: <laughs> she's just trying, she's just trying to shield her face from um with like her shoulder because her arms are out holding everyone's hands. She's like how long do we have to wait?
2: We we can go. She says, as you look over in the snow, much like the lights were down in the listening room, kind of dotting um, uh, Van Halen's face. Now the snow is kind of swirling and creating the same type of visual effect. We could go downstairs. Do you you have to go somewhere? And she looks at JD. Yeah, um,
3: yeah, we have to be at uh, the tree ceremony. You should come. The tree's going to be. You might like it. We have to stay together. Yes, we
2: do. Or a band. Yeah, we can't break up. No. No. Nope. And she, you can see her kind of absently thinking of her own namesake. Um, there's a Sammy Hagar swirling around in her mind as this is '88. You could be um, the singer. She shakes her head vigorously. And maybe, maybe keyboards or rhythm. I'm not a front person. Yeah, I don't think any of us are really. Be- she looks confused, like you can see without the need for an empathy role. She thinks all of you are capable of fronting the man.
0: We should go. It, it, it's going to be hard to get there through the snow. Okay. Um, how do you we get down from
2: here? Same way we came. And she goes over, and this time when she opens up the hatch, snow slides off of the outside, and she looks at it. This is coming down fast. And yeah. she climbs down. Yeah, in. let's go! And she pulls her hood up and <laughs> pulls it tight. Yep, you all are able to get down, and um, uh, uh, you are able to quickly... Get to the tree lighting ceremony um, because the Maplehurst Mall is really not that far away from uh, downtown. It's as the crow flies a couple hundred yards. Um, So when you're walking, you're there about 10 minutes later, even with the snowfall coming down. Um, The snowfall may have muted. The crowd or the turnout, maybe a few people had left, but it doesn't look like it's done too, too much to reduce the crowds. In fact, you see a lot of people coming from the Maplehurst Mall down to the tree lighting ceremony, whether or not they're going to brave it or they think it can't possibly be that bad at this time of year. Um, it's a, a robust crowd here at the um tree lighting ceremony to the point where those of you that have attended it in the past would probably say this is the most crowded it's ever been mm-hmm. as it's shoulder to shoulder and the snow is falling and it's beautiful in its, um, arrangement. And as soon as you get there, it's about 7, 05, 10, um, You roll in and J.D., you immediately see your mom up by the stand, uh, the the grandstand that's kind of erected in the middle offside of where the main tree is in the very center of downtown Garrett. And you can see her doing one of these over the crowd. You can tell that she hasn't recognized you yet because there is just a sea of humanity here right now. But you can see her because she's elevated and looking. Yeah. You assume for you.
3: I look at my friends and just go, guys. I think my mom's looking for me. Let me let me just run over really quick. I'll tell her that I'm here, and we'll go from there.
5: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Go
3: go go.
2: Run over. Try and check in with Ma. She sees you coming, and though she's not wearing a watch, you see her go as you walk up.
3: Turn around and go. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Hey, mom shakes her head cutting it a little close huh i
3: do that always and i'm yeah i'm early
2: right right no? and you know that uh <laughs> she knows that you know that you're technically late in her book but you're still there um and she goes okay just we're supposed to stand here and your, your dad's gonna come out say a few words they're gonna like tree, and that'll be that all right easy all right just and starts to do the mom thing where she's dusting you off. And it's snow that is immediately replaced by additional snow off your shoulders. And um, she notices that you're kind of the front of your outfits ruffled a bit. Um, it usually happens when a creature like Starscream grabs a hold of your backpack. And she kind of straightens your shirt. JD, oh Lord. And she just, everything's fixing. Everything's trying to get it, you know. It's been a crazy look, day. Okay. hats it? And she looks up as
3: they is pouring down. <laughs> I mean, I'll, all I'll say is this is the easiest thing I've done all day.
2: She uh, fixes you up, kisses your cheek, wipes your cheek as she leaves a little like chapstick-esque glow to it. Mm-hmm. And, um uh, around and you all would see jd and his mom kind of standing uh in the at the back of the stage but kind of just off to the right a little bit there's a podium there and then beside all of this is a
1: huge
2: tree um it's currently dark as are all the lights on the street now people are carrying around lights <laughs> um yeah I, unfortunately i think my uh internet is having problems everybody if it gets too bad please let me know i don't know uh it's not that bad
3: yeah you can okay. now
2: Okay. Um, yeah, I saw the unstable thing come across about five minutes ago and I thought, I'm just going to play through this until they tell me. how to so. <laughs> Um, so anyway, uh, everything is kind of dark right now, but there's a, a lot of light coming from the storefronts that have kind of closed up a bit to kind of get ready for this moment. But, uh, as you are all there, you see that, uh, there's a hush a bit as, um, the assistant mayor comes out and kind of, the deputy mayor comes out, taps the, the, the microphone. It creates like the, the through the uh, area as the PA system kind of catches a bit. <laughs> Crazy weather we're having. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for coming out. And um, the deputy mayor leaves and JD, your father comes out and uh, everybody, there's a, there, there's a, there's uh, a, pretty solid round of applause uh especially for a politician you know and he does a wave as if he's coming out you know at the rose bowl you know uh he just and he goes over kisses your mom and kind of uh puts his hand out and shakes your hand um and then he comes over to the podium and 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 sits there and he does his own little tap and looks around and says couldn't ask for better weather and And as he looks around, he says, Good evening, Garrett. For those of you that voted for me, I am Mayor-Elect Jeffrey Davis. And for those of you that didn't vote for me, I am Mayor-Elect Jeffrey Davis. For both groups, I am eager and determined to be a leader you can all trust and hopefully, if earned, respect. But tonight, it isn't about me or my new job. Tonight is about one of the greatest traditions of our quiet town the annual tree lighting ceremony. It's on this night that the holiday season officially begins in downtown Garrett and our retail partners at the Maplehurst Mall welcome you to explore their many means to make merry. Whether it be a new record at Camelot Music or a good book from the paperback exchange, which is under new management, I might add, the perfect gift can and will be found within the city limits. But beyond the flash and pomp of lights, tinsel and presents lies the true reason for the season. Now, more than any other time of the year, is a time to listen, to forgive, to heal. That's why I pledge to both those that voted for me and to those that didn't to do my very best for all of Garrett. Now, with that in mind, I want to leave you with some hope and excitement for both the end of 1988 and the start of 1989. President Reagan once implored President Gorbachev of the Soviet Union to tear down this wall in an effort to bridge the divide between nations. Well, it's no surprise to any here that the town of Garrett and the Loop have not been the best neighbors the last few years. Outsourced work, land disputes, and legal action, just to name a few. I ran on a platform to stand up to the Loop and its high-priced lawyers, but I'm here to tell you that on this, the night of our tree lighting, a new light has been struck between the town of Garrett and the loop. The city council and I have reached an agreement with the leadership of the loop to bring new jobs, advancements, and money into Garrett at a rate not seen in decades. Garrett will soon be leading not only the state, but the entire nation in new technology and the education needed to make it accessible to all. So while we shouldn't forget the troubles of the past, I would like us all to take a cue from President Reagan and tear down this wall between Garrett and the loop. And with that, I would like to introduce our honorary tree lighter for 1988, Dr. Holter Arkaville, A tall, thin man with hair, a length better suited for the 1960s, steps forward. If one were to look at his birth certificate, they would be astonished to learn that the man before them was in his late 80s. Looking no older than 50... The loop scientific director steps forward and places his hand on a large lever, decorated to look like a candy cane. With a smile at the crowd, he shouts across the square, Good things are on the horizon, Garrett, and you all have a front row seat to history. Pulling down the lever begins a cascade of lights that start at the opposite end of Main Street and walk toward the square. Upon reaching the center of town, the lights pause before the large spruce bursts into multicolored glory. However, this year, the lights, recent upgrades provided by Alta have a different glow to them. A bluish tint seems to hang around every color. As Garrett watches, as one, their smiles erupt across their faces. And as one, all of the lights are reflected in their eyes. Across the town, extending to the surrounding farms and homesteads, cable TVs begin to produce a subtle glow, even when turned off. Air conditioning units produce a bit of a strange but pleasant smell. And telephone and power lines emit a low hum. Whether in tandem or individually, they produce the same effect. Garrett begins to dream. All eyes look at Dr. Arkaville, and he spreads his arms wide. Walking over to the microphone, he roughly pushes the mayor-elect out of the way, does his own tap, laughing a bit. (laughs) Welcome to your life. There's no turning back. Even while you sleep, we will find you active on your best behavior. Turn your back and he looks up at the sky on oh, Mother Nature. Everybody wants to rule the world. The lights flare and when they come back down I need you all to roll investigate for you and you alone. JD, Ricky, Heather and G or Heather and uh, Scarlet. You do not seem affected by this dream that has been cast over the town of Garrett. Roll me investigate. <clears throat> <Ooh. laughs> oh. Does Van Halen look affected? She does not. In fact, uh, Ricky, did you get any successes on your investigate? Nope. <laughs> okay. What I'm Okay. What I'm going to do is because you uh, divert your attention, you don't get any of the information that's going to reach Heather and JD. But you do notice that as soon as you turn to Van Halen, her entire body is tensed and you can see that her eyes are wide and you can see the lines of muscles in her neck as she's sitting there and you can see that she's whispering something. I can't hear what she's saying. You could get closer if you want.
4: Yeah, Ricky would move over quickly to her. Are you okay? Everything? Is everything okay? Can I help? What,
2: what, what can we do? When you get close, you realize that she is saying, Sweet song of youth, the wise, the meeting of all wisdom. Sweet song of youth, the wise, the meaning of our wisdom.
4: Ricky holds her shoulders. Um, and leans in close
2: with her and just starts repeating the same words with her. She like pushes back into you almost as if she's like trying to just get proximity to you, get contact between uh, the two of you. Um, Heather and JD, as you look at Dr. Archibald, everybody, if you could please go to your Spotify playlist. Um, And what is it not on there? You know what, everybody forget this. I'm making a, uh, am doing an audible myself. Boop. There we go. Go down to the, uh, last item on there. Number 17 tears for fears. Everybody wants to rule the world, please. As you all look at Dr. Arkaville after he says this final moment, you both see that his eyes have turned a milky, almost like a hot chocolatey, a brown. And as the lights kind of flare back to normal, you slowly see almost like a transition lens on sunglasses. It slowly fades back to a normal pupil. The lenses he is wearing seem to offer some type of Protection from bright lights. That's what five successes will get you. Everybody looks around. Dr. Arkaville stands and smiles in the snow. And he turns and off to the side, kind of opposite of where JD and his mom happen to be. A tall woman looks at him and he nods at her. She nods back. And the two of them quit the stage. But Garrett is staring, almost transfixed, haven't moved. It seems as if every other member of the town is carved instead of animate. After thirty seconds, a minute, JD beside you, your mom is frozen. I'll be like, Mom, mom, what what's going on? She's not moving. And she doesn't feel rigid. Like you could, you feel like you could push her over. You feel like you could like twist her at the hip, you know? Yeah, she's not Um, stone. No, right, right. Um, And she's breathing. And, you know, after about a minute, everyone slowly kind of draws up, shakes, and starts walking off. Hey, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas as they all walk off. But it's almost like pre programmed. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, happy holidays. Back and forth.
5: That can't be good. But before they start, they uh, started unfreezing. Can uh, Scarlet is gonna run at the stage towards Ricky or towards JD because he's up there by himself.
2: You can absolutely get to him. Um, You know, you're able to weave through the crowds. No one's trying to prevent you from getting up there. Um, The mayor picks himself off the ground where he was knocked over. Uh, kind of dusts himself off, <laughs>, laughs a little bit, dusts the snow off. All right, what a tree lighting. He begins to walk off. Are the lights on the tree still blue? They're a multicolored with an odd bluish halo around each one. Okay.
3: He pulled a candy cane lever. Sorry. Yes. He pulled yes. a can- <laughs> he pulled lever that was a candy cane. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go try and pull this
2: thing back. It does. And much like a game show kind of lever, like that has that thing to it. You kind of and push it forward. And the lights remain on as do all of the TVs and Garrett, as do all of the power lines and telephone lines that are humming as do all of the air conditioning units that are slowly producing that pleasant smell. That's just being pushed out into the air.
5: I think JD hears Scarlet call his name. JD, and she's running through the crowd, and then she climbs up on the stage. Are you
3: are you okay? Yeah, I'm I fine. But what, the, what was that? I don't know. That
5: that that was the guy from the trailer. Then the woman, remember? Yeah, and then she looks the blue lights.
3: I, I just don't get it. He, my dad, right before he said, he said he's working against the loop, and then he brings these people on. Aren't they with the loop or Alta or what, who Aren't they the same? What's going on? I I, I don't know. What, what do you mean he was against the loop well did he say he was trying to work kind of like in the speech he was trying to be i don't know yeah,
5: yeah. he was he was a all like bit. we we have to work together
3: yeah you know right. there's
5: no iron team you know yeah. but i don't you say you, you said he was against the loop
3: well just in that sense like i don't know why would he just go from one spot and give it to this guy i don't he has to be getting tricked right like he's he's like all the other people He Arkville literally mm-hmm. pushed him down Let's go. Let's reconvene with the others. Um,
5: Another question, Greg: Are his are his parents reacting to him at all, or are they ignoring him completely?
2: Um, I mean, there's smiles and nods that have been given to all of you. Um, it's not as if they've forgotten about. No one has forgotten about the people that they're with. It just seems mm-hmm. as if, um, if somebody were to write a sitcom about what's going on right now, we are currently watching the background cast move about their business they're not doing anything to define the scene
0: okay um heather uh turns back to ricky and uh van halen to say, um wh- what if we called them and they don't come um are they still chanting
2: yeah and if Ricky's still doing it, um, Van Halen is. Okay. And what, Heather, when you would turn, you would see sweat pouring down Van Halen's face. I mean, it's it's not like a I mid, mean, it's just just rivlets, you know, coming down off of her nose and dripping off of her chin.
0: So Heather will put her hand on um, Ricky's shoulder and then she will uh, begin to chant in um, in in rhythm with them.
4: As he feels Heather's hand on his shoulder, he looks back says, I think we need to get her out of here. And he rejoins back into the chanting with her. And just starts to try and shift her away from the tree.
0: Heather will grab uh, her hand and uh, grab uh, Ricky's hand uh, so that they're, they're all still uh, connected, but can, you know, more easily walk um, and glances back to see if Scarlet and JD are still close.
2: Yeah, they'd be we easily able yeah. to catch up. Yeah, we can't
0: we, oh. can't. we can't break up. We can't separate. We've got to stay together.
2: And I, Van Halen would shake her head when you say that. Keep the band together, as she continues to chant.
5: Scarlett,
3: I have an
2: idea. Let's what? let's grab them. Let's go. Let's go get them.
5: Yeah, we, we got. We got to get back. You you're up here all by yourself. Um, Okay, come on. She'll she'll grab his his hand and pull him down.
3: We'll go try and reconvene with them.
5: Yeah, you I imagine we no were like far yeah. on the side, so we have to like cross through the whole throng of people to get back.
3: I imagine we're also moving pretty
4: slowly with Van Halen concentrating so hard. We haven't probably moved very far from where we were.
2: Yeah, we'll say, I mean, just a few moments pass and you're all able to get back together as the crowd is beginning to disperse. Some people are staying around. It's not, you know, but the snow is still falling very heavily. Um, and as soon as you all kind of get together, the inhalant stops her chanting, but you can still see the the muscles kind of pronounced on her neck. <laughs> I can't keep you safe for long. Me, got to keep you safe. These lights, they—they're doing something.
0: Uh, we gotta, we gotta get them off. Can we go? Maybe pull, pull the plug.
2: I did.
3: I tried. This okay. is staying on.
0: Well, I mean, no. There's got to be an electrical outlet somewhere, or, um, yeah. you know, power station.
2: Van Halen shakes her head. It's everywhere. It's in everything.
0: Yeah. Is- let's get away from here, then
4: a park because it's a um I can't remember if it was replaced by the Maplehurst Mall, but there was a park, wasn't there, Greg, near town.
2: Yeah, there's still there's still a bit of Constitution Park is uh at the base of the Maplehurst Mall. In fact that's where everybody goes to watch the fireworks if you don't go to the moon tower to be eaten. <laughs> I mean what? I mean come on. Who said that? What? <laughs> no, one, no one gets
4: eaten uh, Ricky says to the park get away from the lights as far away from lights as we can If the lights are doing this to to get Van Halen away from at least to catch our breaths.
0: We need to do that. But let's remember also the dark is problems too. Um, So just keep, keep your eyes open.
5: Where could, where could we go that, that that's, that's safe.
2: Um, She, Van Halen looks up as you all were talking as you kind of, I'm, I'm assuming you're kind of like helping her at this point. Um, She looks at whoever's aiding her, probably Ricky, since Ricky probably didn't break any contact. She would look right at Ricky. (laughs) It's okay if we can just get to summer. Just take me to summer. Summer's a long way away. She looks confused. It's middle of winter. She shakes her head as if you're not understanding her. No, to keep the spell, to do the spell, we have to go to just take me to summer where's summer? And she looks up and down the streets.
5: Oh, can I roll a comprehend or something to see if I can Absolutely. figure that out? Oh. Two successes.
2: Jeez. <laughs> yeah. And, and you're not sure how you're doing this Scarlett, you know, for somebody that, and, and maybe it's because you don't, you're not influenced by all, all the reading that, you know, Heather and JD do the kind of, you know, maybe paint a, a picture of one thing they've read you look at this in a way that's it's almost um scientific she is convinced that summer and presumably spring and fall and winter coexist and in this moment you think wherever she's from they probably do so just give me the summer and we could finish the spell <laughs> Where she's from,
5: Uh, what what about your tree? Can we go there?
2: No, summer's not there. It's it's in the mall. Okay. To the mall then.
0: It's summer in the mall or is your
2: tree in the mall? My tree's in the mall. It's not summer there though. I need to go where it's summer. Where is it summer? I don't. I don't know. Where is it summer? Um, s- southern hemisphere. And she looks at you. No, it has to be here in Garrett. And you can tell that she, with the sweat coming off of her, is the closest you've felt to. Actually, somebody roll me empathy as uh, Van Halen's looking at all of you and the sweat's pouring off of her. Three successes for for Heather. Yeah, Heather, when you look at her, you realize that she's almost... uh, She's not blaming you at all, but you can tell that she's... It's like she's not getting her point across. You need to find Summer take her to it but it has to be inside garrett just take me to summer and she looks at heather i just need to go to summer and we can finish we can finish the spell
0: We'll help you we just need to figure it out it's okay we just we'll figure it out um we just don't have summer in garrett um maybe so it's a person it.
2: and her face falls there's no summer here
0: no it's it, there's only winter
5: in garrett um, no, we need- it's just right now that it's winter. Summer Summer is here. We do yes. have summer, but is need- summer a person?
2: No, summer. And she looks up. Summer.
5: Like
2: the sun?
0: The,
2: the sun? When does would- summer come?
0: In six months.
2: You can tell she doesn't understand even that reference of time. Wait, oh, no. And would it be warm? Where would
4: the warmest place in town be?
2: She shakes her head. It has to be summer.
4: Oh,
5: plants have to be warm.
2: She shakes her head again. It has to be summer. She puts an emphasis on "be." It has to be summer. I'm not going to be able to hold this much longer.
4: We can't change the seasons.
5: Let's... Come on, let's get her to the... She said the mall. Let's get to the mall. At least we can get out of the snow, at least.
2: She looks up and you see a line of blood come from her right eye. I don't have time. Shit. I'm going to lose you.
5: No, 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 you're not. We lost Call you one time. We're not gonna band. lose you Yeah, no, you're you're part of the band. You you play you play the rhythm. We need you.
2: I can't hold the magic, and when it drops, you all will turn into them. And she looks at the others that are walking around with the reflection of the blue lights in their eyes.
3: Yeah, we have to think about what 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 do we do in summer? What? Great. Football's,
5: can you can you, in summer. Yeah. Can you go over again? Where what? what my role got me, the information my role got me, my two successes in Comprehend.
2: Right. You are under the impression that she truly believes that at least winter and summer coexist, that they exist Mm -hmm. independently of the weather pattern. Like if you cross a street, one street's winter, the other street's summer, one street is spring, one street is fall. And because of this, you are convinced that Wherever she is from, that's probably how things work. That over this hill it's winter, over that hill it's summer. She lives in spring and falls just around the corner. Uh, I'm not going to be able to hold this. What about your...
5: Can we take you to your
0: home where it's, where it's summer? Can we take you back to your home?
2: I will lose you.
4: Ricky looks back. It's summer in the books. Things from stories.
0: The library library has um, some murals
3: from books. She
2: she looks and a tear mixes with the sweat and the blood. It has to be summer.
3: In a last-ditch effort, can I look in my backpack and see if there's like... I don't know anything that i pulled from the library because i just stuffed a bunch of shit in here that i could maybe that there was something that we just overlooked
2: um roll me a comprehend with a plus two
3: Mm.
2: uh bacon as you took a bunch of stuff from the boy scouts that were some of the sheets with the dots and dashes from the morse code and you've become pretty decent with morse code just looking at it
3: Yeah, one success. Uh, I'm going to use my luck.
2: roll. Okay, you already have one success, so you can... There we go. Nice.
3: One didn't seem
2: good enough, you know? And you know what? It wasn't. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, As you look at these sheets of paper, you realize that they are repeating a similar phrase. Um, It's said in different ways, but all of them as you read it out it's only two words but sometimes it's spread out where the letters almost make it look like different words and they all say summer solstice summer solstice i don't
3: i like drop all the papers you know i'm just like i don't know what that means
2: they blow and catch in the wind
3: is there a mural in the library or anywhere in town where it's depicting summer at all Maybe we can pull, I don't know, something through that.
2: Van Halen looks directly at JD. It has to be summer. How long is six months? It's not quick. No. You will forget everything that happened this day. You will forget. And you will go back to your lives. And I can't stop it.
4: How do we make it summer? Where you're from? Can you make it summer? Because here we can't.
0: can Can you come if we forget? Can you come and remind us? Can you remind us in the summer?
2: Six months, yes.
5: Uh, no, we can't we we can't give up we can't give up yet. No, 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 no. Come on. And she she looks around um bordering on helplessly now. Uh, I don't I don't know.
0: I
2: mean, no, no time to get outside of Garrett. You see another line of blood this time come from the other eye as she Ricky, she slips in your grip and you can see that her legs have just given out and she's, she's shaking. I can't hold it. Scarlet. They're not not
0: coming. They're they're not coming in
5: time. We're going to forget everyone. I'm not forgetting anything. And she's going to, she's going to help because Ricky's helping hold her up.
4: Right. Ricky was holding her hand. Um, he would carry her if if he had to. So you have to. He, Ricky would carry her. He would pick her up uh, in his arms and just carry her. Where are we going? We she can't walk. We we need to go somewhere.
5: Out of Garrett. We let's but, get away from here. Away from the lights. We don't have time. She said.
0: It's all. I, it's all we can do. So let's just go. If, I mean, it's all we can do.
2: Um, she looks up because she's kind of like curled into Ricky and she looks up and she looks at all of you you're going to go back to your life you won't remember today and looks at Heather I can't send you back he's waiting for you who? she just locks eyes with Heather
3: Guys, mm, I don't know what I'm missing here. Yeah, me neither.
5: I'm even reaching into my meta knowledge and I have nothing. <laughs>
2: my friends, sometimes there isn't an answer.
5: No. Um. Wh- Okay. What about we the other kids? The the, uh, the, we, we have to go. We just have to keep moving. We have to keep moving. And she's gonna t- she's gonna take off her jacket and put it over Van Halen. Like let's, she, let's, I don't think that's gonna make any difference. But let's she's run, gonna let's cover run, her up just, with just, Let's just go and let's run.
3: Let's. Uh, yeah.
5: Where were, where do the other kids go? Do you know?
4: Well, she didn't say. She just said.
5: Outside. Hey! Wake up! Wake up! And she's gonna, she's gonna shake her shoulder.
2: She's still there. You can tell that she's just concentrating as hard as she can. And she looks up, and she, in a whisper, loud enough for you all to hear, because it grabs the swirl of the snow. You hear her say, "I'm so sorry." No! 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 Fuck! JD, you've dropped some papers at your feet. Yeah. You reach down and pick him up. Yep. And when JD looks up, you see that his eyes have a blue glow to them.
5: No, 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 J- JD, JD, and she's gonna grab JD by the shoulders. Like, no, 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 come, come back, wake up, wake up. Get me,
0: guys, don't forget me, okay? No, don't give up. Come on.
2: JD, roll force for me. Two. You fight it off for three seconds. What do you do?
3: Oh God.
5: JD, wake up. No, don't
3: Help. It's taking me. And then that's it. no, 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 no
2: no. No no, no, no,
5: no, 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 no. And she's going to like, she's going to like pat his cheese. Like, no, 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 no.
2: Scarlet, roll force for me. I was desperate. I
5: closed my character sheet to look at the map. (laughs) Oh, Roll force. Let's go. One success.
2: Scarlet's eyes turn blue. And with sheer force of will, you push it back for three seconds. Scarlet, what do you do? As JD is starting to walk off.
5: Um, She's like, no, no, wake up! Come back, come back, come back! And then she just turns.
2: She slowly walks off with a slight limp. Blood pours from both nostrils of Van Halen, and her whole body is convulsing. I can't hold it! I can't hold it! (laughs)
4: No, Ricky looks.
0: Okay. Ricky go. looks
4: down to her. Can, can we at least get you home?
2: She looks up and roll me an empathy, Ricky. That's as bad as investigate.
4: No successes. You just can
2: I give
5: him one of my one of my leadership dice?
2: Sure, absolutely. If you give him uh, two, I'll give him a free success.
4: Sure. <laughs> Before you do that, G, okay. I want to use another one of my price of a home, Greg. To me, this is related to at least her home, if not mine. Nice.
2: Oh, I love it, my friend. And in fact, uh, because I am a softie and a sucker, you keep it, because that was a hell of an explanation you just gave me. I'll nice. give it to you for free. She looks up, and for the first time, Ricky, you can tell, and this almost goes back to when you heard her say, stay ready, and looked up at you and you first from the, the pit where she had been and then escaped from, um, you hear her say, or you don't hear her say anything, but the look that she gives you is one of love. I can't hold it.
4: He, he hugs her, um, assuming that he's gonna be taken as well. He says, sorry, we couldn't help.
2: Heather, you see Ricky hug her, and as he's looking over her shoulder, you see his eyes turn blue. Ricky, roll me a force. One success. You can fight it off for three seconds. I think Ricky
4: just keeps keeps his hug with um, Van Halen and just softly mutters again, sorry.
2: You just feel her hug you with as much force as she has left. And then Heather, you see Ricky slowly put her down onto the ground as Ricky turns and begins the long walk back to the farm. Lying in the snow, looking up as it kind of collects on her face and in the blood coming from her nose and eyes. She looks up at you, Heather. I can't let them have you.
0: No, just let it go. It's okay. It's okay.
2: I can hold it for you. Get me to my tree.
0: okay. And Heather's gonna... um, She's not strong, but she's going to... Uh, pull uh, pull her up as best as she can uh, maybe under her arm and uh, start uh, dragging her as best as she can back towards the mall Are you okay?
2: She can't answer You can see that she's actually leaving a trail of blood through the snow as you go and you can hear her whispering but it's in a language you do not understand
0: Okay, go to sleep, it's okay Go to sleep. It's okay. You can't we'll get there. let them
2: take you. As that 10 minute walk from the Maplehurst Mall to the tree takes an hour to return.
0: And as, they, as, as are, they go, the other thing that Heather will continue to say is we called them and they didn't come. They didn't come.
2: No, no. And she's again in and out of this language but you can hear bits of English that comes through. Um, need to finish. Won't come unless we finish.
0: What? How do we finish it? What, do, what can I do?
2: And at this point you get back to her tree and she pulls you down to the trunk. And the mall at this point is dark. You're not even sure how, the door was just open and you were able to go into the darkness of the mall and you're lying against the tree. I can't let them take you. He'll change you.
0: Hey. Um, it's, it's okay. It's okay. I, I'll be okay. You just, um, you need to rest and you need to feel better. But if I, maybe if I, maybe if I try calling again, maybe this time will come when we call.
2: You can see the tears mixed with the blood as it comes down her eyes. (laughs) They've done their part. We have to answer in summer. It's part of the deal.
0: Okay, well, I... You just rest now. You just rest and...
2: When it's Heather, summer,
0: you go get them, okay?
2: Heather, I'm going to put you to sleep.
5: Okay. Okay. I, I want to go back.
2: I won't let you. I'm going to put you to sleep. Okay. I'll wake you. That's all I
0: can do. Thank you. Thank you.
2: And the little nook in her tree where the The roots kind of come down, expands to almost like a a tent opening, like a triangle, and inside is a little moss patch, and there's a little cool, like a creek that's almost running to the side, just a trickle of water coming from the trunk itself down through rocks, and there's a little splash of sunlight. Just go in there, go to sleep. I'll watch over you all.
0: Heather will crawl in there, um, curl up, but before she does, she'll pull out her, uh, her itty bitty book light uh, and she'll turn that on.
2: And you feel so tired, Heather. And after a few moments, you see inside that V, that tent opening, it begins to get smaller. And you see Van Halen's face. And she nods. Watch over them.
0: Hey, Okay. Be okay. Please be okay.
2: And just as it closes, you see her eyes roll up in her head as she falls back in a slump. JD, everybody, if you could go, please, to your Spotify playlist. And uh, you know what? Why don't we turn on a little These Dreams, if you will? It is number 16 on your Spotify playlist. JD, the holiday season comes and goes. January comes and goes. You maintain your vigilance. This stupid walkie-talkie thing has never gone off before, but you keep it charged. You keep it ready in case something were to happen or some sound were to come from it. And everything that you did before that day of December 3rd, you continue to do your investigations for as long as you think you would do it. And the days turn to weeks, and the weeks turn to months. And as you're in the attic alone, as you continue this process of divination, you find a note. It says, be safe. You find another note a day or two later that says, keep this close. And a little crystal dangles from the note.
3: Okay. Um, in my notebook, do I have like a similarly to my scene with my dad earlier in the show? Um, can I tie it to my journal? Absolutely. Does the handwriting look like? Heathers.
2: You don't recognize don't, the handwriting. don't recognize it. A few days later, you receive another note. And it says, learn Morse code. And this one says, VH at the bottom.
3: OK. Yeah. Uh, Because I wouldn't understand what VH is from my other times with her, so. Mm -hmm. Why is she telling me to learn Morse code? No one uses Morse code. Uh Okay. And that day that I get the note, I would go check out a book from the library
2: about Morse code. You go, and it takes them a second to find the book. And uh, Hannah Casper looks at you and says, I'm sorry it took me so long. Somebody stole the other copy that we had. Um, But here, and she gives it to you. Sorry about your stolen copy. And without the need for a role, Bacon, if you put time in on this, you will acquire the new skill expert at morse code
3: okay i'll spend some time
2: and you learn it you can now not only can you decipher it but you could deliver a morse code segment if you needed to um even so far as if you take it seriously enough and if you believe jd would this isn't something i'll make you roll for this is a character thing if jd sees this note and he puts all of himself into it. This is something that he could even rig up, you know, uh, actually find one of the, the meters that, you know, gives the and become that good at it.
3: Yeah, I think he has been doing research, right, for months. And I think the, the research on the Stegosaurus that he had found and whatnot is just everything's coming up empty. No, there isn't really much. So now that he's getting a message from what he would consider the beyond, um, He's gonna take it seriously. It's the first any like hint of anything. So yeah, he'll spend the time to do that.
2: Then you are an expert at Morse code as the days turn to weeks, turn to months. And then in June, during the bicentennial ceremony of Garrett, um June of nineteen eighty nine. JD, your family is on stage, and you look out, and your father, mayor elect no more, is delivering this speech to a sizable crowd as he's talking about the past, you know, centuries of Garrett and what the town has been able to do and accomplish, and its future is bright. Um, there's talk of the loop in there as well, that's met with, you know, cheers whenever it's brought up. Um, I'd like you to roll me and investigate. Two successes. And with two successes, the following happens. As you go to sit down in the chairs that are associated with the mayor's box here, kind of like right off of the stage on your chair, you find a four leaf clover. And when you look out into the crowd, you see a girl looking back at you and you know you've seen her before. You see your tear roll down her cheek and you know her name is Van Halen. And when she sees you, she waves and you remember everything for two heartbeats.
3: Oh, shit. Heather. And I'm going to take off running towards her, towards Van
2: Halen. You stand up, take two or three steps, and the memories fade, and your mom looks at you. Are you okay?
3: Yeah, uh... Yeah, I just thought I saw somebody in the crowd that I knew. They moved off, though.
2: The meeting ends. you go about your life? Scarlet. You're running. It is early April. The holiday season has come and passed, 1989 has begun, and you are in training for the contest of your life, the audition of your life, to try to get and become one of the very few girls to ever play football at the high school level. As you're running on this particular day, a girl runs up beside you. Roll me an investigate. Roll me an empathy, excuse me. One success. You think you've met her before? And she runs up and opens up her Walkman and says, Hey, do you want to try this? And she hands you a tape. She sees that you're wearing uh, a Walkman.
5: It's great to run to.
2: We're running at this in this moment. Mm-hmm. She might catch you like when you're stretching at the end of your turn. She kind of runs up and you can see that she's been running as well.
5: And she kind of gives her a kind of a weird, a weird look and then looks at the tape. What, what is that?
2: It's a mixtape. And on it, it says the band's greatest hits. And the V is capitalized as if it means the only band.
5: She's kind of, she stopped and like just kind of stares at it for a second and then takes it. Do I know you? And she will put it inside her, into her Walkman.
2: Everybody, if you could go down to track number 14 on your Spotify playlist, Olivia Newton-John's Twist of Fate.
5: Do I know you? Maybe. Would you like to run? Sure. And she puts puts her own cassette uh, in her pocket and then puts the other one in and puts her earbuds back on or uh, her headphones back on and then presses play and then starts running.
2: And you run your normal course as this girl follows with you and she's laughing and you can tell she's singing along to what you're listening to in perfect rhythm. But you, there's no way that she can be listening to the same thing that you are as you're running. um, And she looks over and smiles at you. And that feeling of familiarity grows And when you reach where you would end your run, she takes a couple extra steps and turns to look at you and you see a tear roll down her cheek. Are you okay, Scarlett?
5: Yeah. I'm okay. Are you okay?
2: And for a moment, you remember that this girl is Van Halen. And for two heartbeats, you remember everything.
5: Yeah, so she's like yeah i'm okay are you okay van halen and then she almost like kind of stumbles and uh like the pain in her ankle kind of comes back for a moment and she kind of falters she's like whoa and she's gonna she's gonna like uh, stumble to a halt and she's gonna turn and, and look at her with like wide eyes It's okay. What? what? Van Halen, and she's going to go and reach for her again and, like, put her hands on her shoulders.
2: She puts her hand on your shoulder, and the blue lights come back into Scarlet's eyes. And this nice girl is sitting there, and she says, Go ahead and keep the tape. I, I have a copy. Thanks. Have Have a good day.
5: Yeah, you too. And she's going to offer her a high five.
2: She puts up her hand and says, I feel the need.
5: For speed.
2: She's going to clap. And then... then down, clap. And she runs off.
5: I think that might make her, as she starts running again, Uh, Listening to this music, that that like the need for speed just reverberates in her brain a little bit. And she kind of
2: and just as you say that keeps going. Yep. And uh, just as you say that everything kind of bleeds back away. My friends, all four of you You're not sure how you got here. It's very warm. You remember everything. There is a large metal tower that reaches up into the sky. Those of you that have lived in Garrett for a long period of time would know this is the moon tower. Ten miles outside of Garrett. And though you remember everything that's happened to you for the last several months... With the exception of Heather. You are all back among the living. And Van Halen is there. You can tell that she's wiping blood away from her nose. And there is a pickup truck. Off to the right. (laughs) I got you far enough out. I think it's summertime. What happened? Are you okay? She shakes her head. I've missed you all.
5: What happened? I And she looks at the at the other three. So we don't remember, we don't know how we got here, but now we remember
2: everything. You don't remember how you got here? You remember your lives to this point, except for Heather. Ricky, oh, we'll you remember don't... being on the farm, doing the spring planning, doing everything that you would have to do, and though you haven't disclosed it to the others. You would know that you were making preparations for the Maryland Military Academy in the fall. And all of these things have kind of bled through. You also, JD and Scarlett, remember those meetings with Van Halen at both the Bicentennial and during the run. Um, All of the skills, the Morse code you have learned is still a part of you. But how you got from Garrett to here is absent from your memories.
5: What? What's going on? When I had to get sh- out
4: of oh, there. Sorry. sorry, Greg, do we remember the last meeting with
2: Halen when she faded away? You remember everything, okay. you remember everything. Yeah, at this point, you have memories of everything that has occurred, even the mundane parts of your lives for the past six months, with the exception of Heather. Heather, it seems as if you have just gone to sleep and woken up out here at the moon tower.
5: Gonna <laughs> g- gives he- gives Heather like a like a who is that type of look, and she's gonna
0: like
2: just. I think you, be- Scarlett Remembers Heather. Heather doesn't remember. No, 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 Sorry. no. Let uh, oh. me be clue uh, clear. Everything that you've done with your characters uh, to this huh. point, you remember. Even the parts from December third to now in July, you remember. Um, it's just that. You know, it was uh, a life lived completely separate of everybody else. It was part of this kind of colony brain that was going on down in Garrett where you just ran every day. And JD did his research in the attic. Uh, Ricky worked on the farm. Um, But your adventures that you had before, the events of December 3rd, the friends that you've made, Heather, everyone, you remember. Heather just doesn't remember from December 3rd until now. It's as if she just went to sleep has no memory of this mundane life of working on the farm running or uh being in the attic and just woke up here well how did i get here i had to get you all outside of garrett or you would keep acting that way where are we they they call it the moon tower
3: oh man
5: Are you guys okay?
2: Um, Ricky shakes his
4: head as if like clearing off the fog from his brain and just walks up and gives Van Halen a massive hug and just says, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And he just keeps repeating that.
2: She hugs you back to the point where it almost hurts. And you're reminded about how strong Van Halen actually is. And, um, She just buries her face, uh, not like in your chest, but like over your shoulder and just like almost lifts you off your feet, you know, as she is just falls into this embrace. And every time you say, I'm so sorry, she just, you can feel her shaking her head as if to like ward off that there's no need for an apology.
4: Eventually he stops and says, it's summer. It's you wanted summer. It's summer. It's summer. It's summer. Have we can continue. They
5: come? She's gonna go to Heather and give Heather a hug. Where, where have you been?
0: I don't know. I don't remember where 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 have we been?
5: We were We, we, were, oh. we were just doing it normal things, but you, you weren't
4: up on the phone. Yeah, just, just reading just the prepping.
5: Room. I was just run doing a, a lot of running. You we didn't I you weren't there, like we and I'm assuming during that time we we never hung out with Ricky or Jesse or anything like that, right? No. no. Just, this is the first time I've seen all of you. Am I asleep? Was I asleep?
2: Van Halen nods. No it's the only way it could keep you safe.
3: Thank you. Thank what you. happened to us?
2: they've done something in town it's affecting everybody can we stop it
5: yeah how do we stop it and she she like looks like kind of an angry
2: we need help they're bringing more people through more of the bad
3: i'll, I'll pull out my journal that i have the crystal and i have i think i would have Kept the notes and the four leaf clover, and I think I have taped the notes to like a page, and the four leaf clover is like matted down. And I'll open it. Did you? Was this you? She
2: nods. I've been trying to watch over you all.
3: Give me that his code.
2: You'll need that, she says to JD.
3: Okay. what, what are you? What are we doing? we got to
2: continue the spell.
0: Hey, okay. uh, Heather's going to reach out her hands to either side and uh, look at folks to to grab them. The same as before?
2: Yeah. Same order. And she looks and kind of like takes hold of JD's hand with her left and then Heather and then Scarlet and then uh, Ricky and then back around to Van Halen. And I need you all to roll your best skill. And tell me if you use anything else. Uh, again, your luck and pride is not refreshed. This is the same session, even though we've gone a long, long time. But just tell me what your totals are when you're done.
5: Oh, oh man.
4: I'm going to spend luck on that. Ooh.
0: Ooh.
5: Holy
2: shit. That was a tricky. good luck spend. Oh,
3: Dude, and I'll use my last um, free success for like a fa- uh, like father, like son. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm mine. gonna use
5: my I'll use my ravens and bumblebees for
2: two.
3: Okay, a total so
5: of
2: two. Total of two for G, and then everybody else.
0: Three for Heather. I used the last of my Queen of Narnia. Oh, I would have uh,
2: two for G. and then uh. Chris, you have four, right? Uh, can you make that five? It's my
4: last price of a home. Actually, I didn't use the previous one with Van Halen. You did not. Uh, so two of those, so six in total. Six in total. Ooh. Ooh. This is this is the cost of a home. Yeah, for real though. You're saving your home, or
2: so this is a lucky number thirteen for this segment of the spell. So exactly like before, you all go around, and everybody go down to your Spotify playlist, please, and go to, since it is lucky number 13, track number 13, and play for me, Loved by the Sun. And as you sit there in the summer sun of Garrett, and go through again, all of your chanting as you... Sweet song of youth, the wise, the meeting of all wisdom. Your ears pop again, and this time, instead of snow, there is a splash of intense warmth that comes down and embraces you all. And it doesn't feel like it's burning your skin, or um, it doesn't feel like if you know this could be have a negative effect to you all. But it feels like a hug, like an embrace. And almost a moment later, a huge burst of birds springs forth from all of the trees surrounding the moon tower. And they fly up in a swirl and form a helix in the sky. And Van Halen looks up and tears pour down her cheeks. They answered... Are they coming? And the tears continue to fall. We have to go back to winter for the last part.
5: What?
4: I don't want to forget.
5: Yeah. What?
4: <laughs> Can't break up the band.
2: We have to go back to winter.
5: <laughs> but- <laughs> We've come so far and she she squeezes Ricky and Heather's hands.
3: What do we need to do in winter? If we did it and we opened it up
2: now. It's the last part. It's part of the contract to make sure that you really want to drop the veil. You have to wait. I think that's what they meant by doing it this long.
5: Okay, we'll do whatever it
4: takes. You can't wait too long. Can't go too far into winter. In In January, I move.
5: What? What?
2: Um, I'm going to correct you right there, Chris. You move at the start of the school year, which is in September. Oh. Oh, shit. In
4: September. I move. <laughs> You're moving where? Well, well,
5: well, what do you mean? Um, Ricky?
4: We've lost the farm. Where are you going? What? To school in another state.
5: What? I think she lets go of their hands. But... Why?
4: The, the farm was sold to the Loop, or part of it, and so we 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 basically lost the farm.
5: The Loop,
2: and she's gonna she's gonna look at Van Halen again. What do we do? That's, I don't know what we do now, Ricky. You would know. That uh, what your father has told you is this. You are going to go to the Maryland Military Academy for boys starting this September. And in your preparations to this point, you will know that the family is going to spend one last holiday at the farm. And on January 1st of 1990, you will leave for good.
3: And it's back.
4: So it'll be the Christmas period.
2: So just the Christmas break.
4: uh, Ricky shakes his head. Uh, We'll be back. We'll be back for the holidays for a few weeks. It'll have to be then. And he looks to Van Halen. You're the only one who's going to be able to find all of us. If we forget again, we're not going to... You're going to have to find me in that window. But January... I mean, dates don't mean much. To you he looks you to the others. Tell. january 1st is my last day here we will be uh, gone for good january 1st
2: yeah tears are pouring down her cheek i would like any or ev- all of you to roll me in and investigate one for ricky I think that's the first time you succeeded. <laughs> oh, I we oh, blew him out of the water on one of our first <laughs> bonus episodes. Um, in fact, that was where he heard the "stay ready" was from a success for an investigator. Um, yep. Heather, you see it first as the helix of birds are spinning in the air. You see a golden glint among the helix, and then Ricky, you spy it as well as it begins to separate from this swarm of birds and it begins to descend. And a moment later, Van Halen sees it. They <gasps> sent us help.
0: You don't have to go, Ricky. You don't have to go. They're here. They got
5: here. Yeah. She's going to go and give Ricky a hug.
2: And as he this, leans into the hug. As you were hugging, as this glint gets closer, you realize it's not getting any bigger and when it finally lands it's just maybe a foot and a half tall as a golden clockwork owl rests on the bottom rung of the moon tower and van halen looks boobo and it and its eyes spin they could send him through. That means they're getting closer. Oh, and she kind of like... Can
0: you Ricky here, you think? Bubo, can you help Ricky?
2: The eyes that kind of whirl like gears of a clock kind of spin and focus and drill down almost like jeweler's loops as they come out and look directly at uh, Ricky. And it chirps. <laughs>
4: R- Ricky looks up at, at Heather. I, it's not the problems that we were fighting. I, I don't know if they can help. Unless unless the, the loop is, itself is stopped, but is the loop causing all of this? The loop isn't the ones that have come through from storybooks into our world.
0: Something Van Halen,
2: they're the ones that are bringing them... They're calling them or helping them get here. If we stop them, we stop the loop. And you can stay. For free, no need for an empathy role. Van Halen is hoping. She is not certain.
4: Ricky Ricky smiles and just, just looks at Van Halen and says, Hopefully.
5: Oh, I
4: will
0: we're here. Stay we're here ready. now. Go ahead, Ricky. Sorry.
4: Well, we'll stay ready. I'll If I remember any of this, I will see what I can do to stop it. but if it's anything like the last six months. I'm not sure there's much I can do. Once your parents are set on moving, they're set on moving. Mm-hmm.
5: Scarlet really kind of steps away now. from...
0: Let's just do something now. Um, can't you just um, find out if maybe you can stay with Scarlett, um, you know, yeah, I maybe think you should ask to them town. to stay in the same school because it's hard to change uh, schools, you know, and yeah, that, that can impact your grades.
2: Van Helen shakes her head. He won't remember when he gets back. So we need to go back? To winter. She nods.
5: Maybe we could go back to last
2: Winter. Can you do that? She says, "Can you?
5: She sh- <laughs> No. She shakes her head. And she, she as she kind of leans, steps away from Ricky, she's like she has like her hands on her hips, and she's like just jabbing her toe into the grass. I'm sorry. I thought they were supposed to help us.
2: They will as soon as they can. If
3: they can doesn't seem soon enough.
2: I know.
5: What about the Autobot kids? Are they okay?
2: I think so. And you can see that she's at the edge of desperation. I don't know where they are. But in year.
4: six months in winter, we can get them home, right? When the veil drops.
2: If they're and still the there, yes. If there. they're still there, yes.
5: <sighs> she she turns to Ricky. What about Optimus Prime?
2: There's nothing no. in
5: your silo. <laughs>
4: Okay. <laughs> he, I, 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 mean, I'm sure I would have remembered a, Him still being there.
2: So he but left. You do remember having to repair the silo. Wind damage is what your dad said. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
5: okay. All so what we knew
2: was damaged in the blizzard. Okay. So.
5: Okay. That means he's. He's better. And he, maybe he left. I don't think those creatures could have got him, unless they went and they got someone else to help him. They couldn't. They couldn't get him before. What? All of a sudden, they could get him after? No, I don't think they they got
3: him. They didn't get him before because we were there. Or oh, they waited for night when they could freely travel. It's been six months. We've been on autopilot. Who knows what they've been able to accomplish? <laughs> I learned Morse code in six months. That's what I did.
5: I didn't learn anything. And she kind of like walks, she kind of like uh, walks away from everyone, kind of like she's got a uh, frustration. It's just radiating off of her.
3: Yeah, I think JD's like more frustrated and angry than people have probably seen him before. Except maybe Scarlet during football games. Rick,
4: Ricky's head's down a bit and he just says in the last six months I forgot my friends <laughs> yeah
5: yeah I have learned that I forgot my friends
3: I'm gonna miss you Ricky I'm gonna miss all of you I know how it feels to move you know going to a new school it's gonna be fun it's military school
0: Ew. You know, Ricky, it won't be forever. You can always come back.
4: There's what five years of high school. Then I can do what I want.
5: Four. Four. Could, could be five. <laughs> and she and Scarlet does that. that- that little cr- that crouch thing where she's she's standing she just crouches down and like kind of sits on her heels like she's not sitting on the grass she's just sitting on her heels and she's just kind of like hugs like rests her her uh, her arms on her knees.
2: No need for a roll. You all hear a scream of rage and anger absolute as the wind swirls and van halen drops to her knees and a blast of something comes from her into the sky and you see the birds spin and kind of disperse right before it gets there as it lances to the heavens and beyond and it begins to fade and dissipate as the scream in her throat drags away.
5: She stands up again. Are you okay?
2: Tears are pouring down her face. This isn't how it was supposed to be. They didn't tell me this would happen. They didn't tell me I'd have to make you forget. They didn't tell me.
0: She goes over to... Didn't it work? It didn't work?
2: It did, but it's taking so long and you all forgotten and I have to watch you from far away and you're not together and and tears are just rolling down her face. She'll I don't get up and like go this. To her.
5: And she'll, she'll sit next. Like uh, is, she, is she still standing or is she
2: sitting? She's on her knees.
5: Okay, she will go and she will sit next to her and put her arm around her. It's not your fault. You didn't know. We're not mad at you.
2: I'm mad at me. Don't be mad. Yeah,
0: don't be
5: mad.
0: You weren't so good before. I'm glad you're okay. We'll be okay. We'll be okay when when winter's here again.
5: I hate the winter. No football. And she kind of she put her arm around uh, Van Halen, just kind of like lean against her, lean her head. It's like it's okay.
2: I'm never going to the winner again. After the next time,
5: same. I don't know how, but same.
4: R- Rick smiles. Move somewhere home.
5: Yeah, she'll pat. She'll pat her knee. It's like, come on, don't, don't be sad. We, stay here, we call-
0: okay. I'll stay here. I don't. I can't go home, so I'm just gonna stay here.
5: Wait, you're just Any gonna stay go here. Home?
3: If we go back, will we go back into whatever we were just in? She nods. None of us can go.
5: Uh, she's gonna look around. Um. Oh shit. There's, what is Van Halen
2: wearing? Um, It's subdued for her. Uh, It's just a a pair of jean shorts and a tank top that uh, across the front of it says winger.
5: Hmm. Just. Oh, no. I don't know how to do this uh can we does does anyone have anything on them that we can give each other maybe to help us Toss we're not that go- walkie. I,
3: hmm? this. I tossed you the, the minchitalie this she she catch she catches it
5: no uh, something small like um she feels around in her pockets I don't have anything with me um I have something I have something
0: what um. Um, and Heather um, pulls her backpack around. I, I'm, I was carrying these because it w- it's, was Christmas, and I thought I could give them to you. Maybe they'll help you remember. Um, yeah. So she pulls out. Yeah. First, first thing she pulls out is a uh, a um, folder, uh, and she hands it over to Scarlet. Mm. A folder, you said. Yeah, it's just a folder, a manila folder. Oh, thanks.
5: I could put my playbook in here. Um, I mean, no, open it. Oh, okay. She opens it. Um, so
0: inside is a pencil drawing of a of a of a football player uh, in uh, and is uh, uh, in midair catching a ball, and it's drawn like a successories poster, like is on their um, attic. Uh, you know wall and mm-hmm. it says dare in big letters and then underneath it says had the guts got the glory and it, it signed heather jones this is cool you drew this yeah i mean it's not it's not good like you know the legs are the they're not you know the right size but i i you know i tried she'll hug heather But it has my name on it, you know, so maybe you'll remember me. Um, And so she reaches in uh, again and um, she pulls back, pulls out. Sorry, I'm looking for my notes here, y'all. It's been a long time. Uh, (laughs) She pulls out a a mixtape and she hands it over to Ricky. And if you look at the mixtape, it's got, it's, you know, it's got, Uh, a sleeve that's been handmade, you know, it's been cut out of like line paper to replace the original sleeve. Uh, And the mixtape is clearly been used because it's marked out on the the actual tape itself with marker from the original um, uh, print. Uh, And it lists all the songs in tiny, tiny little print. And at the bottom in quotes, it says, I think that somehow somewhere inside of us, we must be similar, if not the same. And uh, as she as you're looking at it, she says, but they're all sad songs, Ricky. They're not really great songs like Scarlett would have. I'm sure Scarlett's got, I don't know, Karate
4: Kid. Songs to run to. Sad songs can be good songs. They
2: say so much.
0: Uh, and uh, then she pulls out from her bag uh, a book, and she hands it over to uh, JD. And um, there's a there's a bookmark in it.
3: I'll take a look. So What's the other yeah, the book, and then I'll open it up.
0: The the book is a uh, paperback, beat up copy of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxies. And do you do you open the book? Mm-hmm. And it says uh, the it's a the bookmark is a um you know heather makes friendship bracelets but so this is like a uh a, a friendship bracelet made into bookmarks so to speak uh and um it marks a page where she's written a quick note and it says um for the sake of the world i prescribe more humor and less horror in our media consumption and then she says uh at, you know as you read it she says but I don't think it was your fault, J.D. I think it was mine.
3: I think we all probably had a part to play in it.
5: But maybe you'll remember me. Maybe you'll remember me. This is exactly what I had in mind. Something that we can all have that we can remember each other by. Maybe we should write our names on them. Maybe you can write your names.
3: I'll take out and I'll just stay
0: here so I can keep remembering you.
3: I'll take out my four-leaf clover and I'll hand it to Heather. Um, With a little luck, I I hope you're right. I've missed you a lot, and I'm glad you're back. I'm glad we're back.
2: but I don't know what to do. Van Halen stands up. Finish it.
5: She'll stand up too. Yep, got to do what we got to do. It's fourth quarter, guys. Come on. Game's not over yet.
4: Ricky turns to to J.D. Do you have a pen? Always. Uh, and he, he takes the the paper out of the um the tape that Heather's given to him and looks on the inside where, where there's no writing and says, We need all the names of the members of the band. And he, he hands it over to to each member, each person to sign, including Van Halen. Never forget. Yeah.
0: Heather will sign her name, and we'll also say we've got to stay together.
5: And she'll she'll write Scar- like Scarlet Blake, I got your back.
3: I'll write my name as well. I'll we'll just keep it at my name.
2: And <laughs> the modern, just okay. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. No, no, I one. One. no carry Excuse on. it's, 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 it's after <laughs> she's written her name. Her her I was just gonna say van halen just writes vh and like right beside there's no, no other inscription it's just she writes it right beside uh jd so it's if it's jd it's jdvh
4: it, ricky writes at the bottom uh, underneath all the names never say never and puts it back into the tape seals it up pockets it.
2: i can take you all back now Before you're missed, or they look for you.
5: She looks at Heather and then looks around the moon tower. You're gonna stay. You can't can't stay here.
2: Van Halen's shaking her head. They will find you here. I can't hide you here.
0: Back to sleep?
2: She starts to cry. Just for a little while longer.
0: Let's do it. We let's go. Will be it will be a blink of an eye. You know, it'll just be the blink of an eye.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And you all. Fall asleep. Ricky. Everyone, if you could please at this moment go to the Spotify playlist and cue um, up only the young again by Journey. Number 15. Your hair has been completely shaved off and you wear the deep blue uniform of the Maryland Military Academy for boys. You sit in the passenger side of your father's truck while he drives east towards the academy in your destiny. You are still technically within county limits when you see a girl standing along the side of the road. Your dad slows down and tells you to roll down your window. Again, face claim Kevin Costner for Mr. Lewis. Are you okay, miss? Can we give you a ride? She slowly walks over and shakes her head. No, no, n- no, thank you. Without the need for a roll, you can tell she's been crying. Ricky, your dad, looks at her. Sure? And he lowers his voice enough so he doesn't off her. She nods her head. No, no, I'm. I'm just waiting for the boy I like. Well, if he's keeping you waiting way out here, he better have a darn good explanation. If you don't mind me saying, Miss Ricky, hand her a tissue from the glove. He does. The girl takes it. It's, it's not his fault. I think he just f- forgot. Wrote Empathy, Ricky. One success. You hand the tissue to her, and she says, thank you, Ricky. And you hear her whisper, stay ready. Somehow you know this is Van Halen. And you do not forget everything as one beat becomes two and here at the edge of one place and another at the county line of Garrett, Ricky does not forget. Oh shit.
4: Ricky, as he remembers, He looks to and says, We're coming back for the holidays.
2: Tears rolling down her face as she nods. The tissue forgotten. Have a safe trip. He nods
4: very slowly. Be safe look after the others
2: she nods and pulls away from the like the windowsill of the truck okay your dad looks at you as if for like confirmation mike do you think we should go he he just looks
4: straight ahead um
2: She'll be okay. All right. And he puts the car down, the truck down in the drive. And just as you kind of start to slowly pull away, you hear Van Halen's voice. Keep your window open. And then she's gone. Ricky, you and you alone... Remember everything. And from this, the beginning of September, to whenever you meet in the winter, you may prepare for the promised war. Whatever you do and whatever you decide will not be forgotten. And you will tell me in secret how Ricky prepares. Also, two weeks after you arrive at the Maryland Military School for Boys, Do you keep your window open a crack?
4: From that moment, Ricky never closes his windows. In whatever room he's in, if he's in a classroom, he would walk up and crack the window. And if he gets asked to close it, he's always, I, I need fresh air. He's always making an excuse to
2: keep that window open. Then two weeks into your stay, Bubo visits you for the first time. Bringing a note. Stay ready. Heather. Everyone, go to your Spotify playlist. Drop down one to number 16. We're going to queue up these dreams again because it seems I have a pattern. The California sun holds you like a loving grandmother. The waves of Malibu move in and out, singing their eternal song of joy. The sand is warm between bare toes. But where homes should dot the shoreline and the hills creeping from the beach, only Mother Nature appears. Ahead of you in the sand, a girl waits on a plaid blanket. She has a picnic basket with her. As you approach, she smiles and waves. Hi, Heather. Hey, Lynn. Roll empathy for me. you remember her name and that you feel safe with her and as you get closer she pats the blanket beside you beside her it's beautiful here
0: it is it's beautiful I love the waves
2: um I don't know if you remember but um Scarlet and JD are fine. (laughs) Ricky was sent to a school far away, but it's okay.
0: Do I remember them?
2: Do you remember you love them?
0: Oh, that's good. That's good. Hmm. Hope I'll see them soon. Will they be here? Are they coming?
2: Not today, but I can stay for a little bit.
0: What do you What do you have here
2: in the picnic? I, she opens it up and you can see that she has fruit and there is a, a bottle of water with sweat dripping off the outside of it and some type of juice. And it seems that she can pull any and everything from this picnic basket as the two of you share this moment. It stretches for what seems like a couple hours as the sun maintains its height in the sky and the breeze is beautiful here along the California coast. And she finally looks at you. I'm tired, Heather.
0: Well, you know, take a nap. That's what I love to do in this spot, Just take a nap in the sun.
2: Okay, I'm I'm just going to... I'm just gonna lay down for a second.
0: Okay, I'll watch, don't worry.
2: You see her lay down and the sun is dancing off of her skin and her eyes flutter. One moment they're an electric blue and they close and open and they're a vibrant green. they close and open and they're a earthy brown. And they open again and they seem to be all of those colors at once. And in a sleepy voice, she says, You know, we're sisters, right? Of
0: course, I know that.
2: And she starts to drift away. And you hear with the last of her breath as it kind of escapes out sisters, both born of two worlds.
0: I'll have
2: you forever. Everybody, please go to your Spotify playlist. And I want you to cue up motherfucking track number five. Nothing's going to stand in our way by Spectre General. The four of you plus Van Halen stand with one another the snow is swirling, and you are on the roof of the Maplehurst Mall. You have no idea how you got here. Scarlett, the last thing that you remember was sitting on the bench during a football game, the, one of the few girls in the nation to achieve high school membership in uh, the old boys club. You remember there being a girl in the stands that cheered loud and long when you were introduced. JD, you remember being visited by a strange owl that you quickly forgot, but it delivered notes. These notes were in Morse code. They were points on a map, a map of Garrett, the paperback exchange, the fire department, and many, many others. You kept these both mentally and inside your journal. Ricky prepared in a way that none of you know. And for Heather, a moment ago, you were on a beach in Malibu, but now the snow swirls. Van Halen looks at you, her eyes wide, blood coming down from her nose. (laughs) We have to finish this.
0: Or reaches out for JD's hand and for uh, Scarlet's hand on the other side.
5: Yep. She'll take Ricky's hand.
2: Yep, Ricky joins in. As you all join together, Van Halen looks at all of you. I know you know, don't know what's going on, but they're here. And you hear the roar of a dragon. And my friends, that is where we end this episode of Twist of Fate. What? What? <laughs> what?
3: what?
5: <laughs> Holy shit.
3: Wow. <laughs>
1: Atari Twilight is an Unmade Gaming production and a proud member of the Unmade Gaming Podcast Network. If you'd like to support our endeavors and get some behind-the-scenes looks at upcoming projects, please join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash unmadegaming. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Thank you for joining us on this blast from the past, and we'll see you next time on Atari Twilight.